the joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. I wonder whether we'd think, as we did in the 20th century, that 12 years is enough in the 21st century. I doubt it. 12 years is no longer enough today to compete with the rest of the world in the 21st century. That's why my American Families Plan guarantees four additional years of public education for every person in America, starting as early as we can. The great universities in this country have conducted studies of the last 10 years. It shows that adding two years of universal high-quality preschool for every three-year-old and four-year-old, no matter what background they come from, puts them in a position to be able to compete all the way through 12 years. Welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree, and you you are looking live. Let me get us all in the right place. You are looking live at the best conservative grassroots talk show on the internet. That's just mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. I mean, and award winning. Yeah, yeah, award winning, and it's award winning. Yeah, international, and we're kind of cute, and it's international, and we're kind of cute. Look yeah. at that! Look at that cutie in the middle. <laughs> he got to do it. He got to do it. Little cutie. I ain't cute. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna jump right into it. Leah Bella, blue eyes, blue Cheer eyes. This baby's got blue eyes, and then we got the foaming at the mouth. Brother Reverend Pastor Deacon Doctor Bishop here, Brian Smith. Let me get completely undocumented, but yeah. (laughs) And unvaccinated. (laughs) Me too. Um let's get into this real quick because this is becoming I mean I'm seeing it more as a problem. Now y'all might not see it as a problem. I ain't talking to these two. I'm talking to y'all that are watching this show right now. Y'all might not see it as a problem, but it's a problem. And if y'all don't see it as a problem, it's a major, um, it's major ignorance on your part. Democrats are trying to, have been trying to cancel white Republicans for the last six or seven years. They are literally going after canceling white Republicans, even though they're all white Democrats. The white Democrats are trying to cancel you, the white Republicans or white conservatives, and y'all don't give a flying... Damn. Loot. You know? Mm-hmm. And and what's happening is <laughs> they got the mic. They control the narrative and they're winning. They and me, I'm 
watching from the sidelines, I can't speak for white Republicans. I can't speak for white conservatives, but I am looking. I'm like, y'all ain't doing it. And I don't understand. They are, they are, if, if somebody tries to take you down and, and destroy you based on your color, on your color, you know, then, I mean, what, Brian, Leah, somebody has got to explain to me why the Republican Party just can't stand up to this BS. And now you have Biden coming up there, making trying to say this is the worst thing in the United States of America. The joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al Qaeda, white supremacists. That's a white dude saying it. That's a white dude saying it. Here's the thing. I laugh because for the past 43 years, Biden has been lying in government. So I don't believe him now. I don't think Joe believes himself. And I know for a fact that Joe knows that ISIS has killed more Americans than what white supremacists has. So I have a question for you and the audience. How much money has the U.S. government spent on fighting white supremacy? Anybody know? It's zero. <laughs> how much How much money have they spent fighting ISIS? Just in 2015 alone, Wayne, they've spent $6.2 billion, $35 billion on Afghanistan. If white supremacy was the biggest threat in our country, we would have spent more on it than what we did ISIS. That's what the government does. They throw money at problems. And as you can see, white supremacy isn't a problem or they'd be throwing money at it. Joe is lying. He's over-exaggerating. He's been in D.C. a very long time, and he knows how to steer that American ship, and he's steering it and sailing it right into a race war. And that's what he wants. And you know that speech? I listened to that speech. There was Obama undertones baked Ooh, right into that speech. Yeah. Baked right into that speech. But yeah. you know what's sick? What nobody's bringing up is how old Joey boy, before his speech, went over to a little girl in the audience, ran off stage to speak to them, came back on the stage and said that he wanted to make sure they got ice cream afterwards. And this comes on the heels of him looking at a six-year-old two days ago saying she looks like a 19-year-old girl with her legs crossed. We've got a serious problem in the overall Oval Office, and it's not immigrant, and it's not uh, anything else except for being a pedophile. That's the real issue here. Right. The culture that they're bringing to the table. And I, I am so livid right now with uh, my my um, my calendar, my Google. I, I live it. I do not want to see for the rest of this freaking month about some alternative perversions. And that's what this whole month is. But that's what the culture is that they're pushing, the, whether it be with children, whether it be changing it, whether it be whatever. So back to the white supremacy, though, this by counterterrorism project and the um, um uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is no conservative group by any means. In right. 2017, they said there's a hundred active white nationalists in America, 99 neo-Nazi groups in America. Where? What? what? Yeah. what? Count what how many ISIS there is. Count how many ISIS there is. There's a lot more than that. Out of 300 million people. That's pretty damn good, if you ask me. Million. Yeah, you've literally eradicated the KKK, pretty much. It's gone. Congratulations. And, and now, Biden said that at 
he appeared at this, um, they call it the, the Tulsa Massacre. Right. Okay, they're calling it the Tulsa Massacre. And yesterday I went, me, I look at things from another perspective than other people. And I want you all to understand something. The Tulsa Massacre was actually called the Wall Street Massacre. Right. No, Black Wall Black, Street Black Massacre. Wall Street. Black Wall Street is when the Democrats in Tulsa, Oklahoma, saw how good the black side of town was doing. They had their own banks. They had their own shops. They were doing it self-sufficient, but they were making it. Mm -hmm. Making it well. well, Making it well. well In Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, this is one of the stories that has not been told for 100 years. Well, actually, over the last six or seven years, it's been kind of spilling out, but it has been told. It was hid. It was, it was, it was, oh, it was, somebody put a blanket on it. Okay. Democrats didn't say nothing about it until they wanted to make it a national issue yesterday. Right. Mm. Because mm. it's been exposed as the Democrats saw what was happening and they decided that they were going to go over. It was based on a lie. Some uh, some some white female said that some black dude looked at her or whistled at her in the elevator in Tulsa and yeah, she was the elevator no. operator, right, yeah. right? And that's how it started. Um, and some of the people that came back from the war, some veterans that came back from the war, I mean, they dropped turpentine bombs on these houses. And when I say turpentine bombs, they drop turpentine balls on top of houses and then lit the houses on fire and the and the houses just burned. But they but they destroyed Black Wall Street. That's what Black Wall Street is what it was called. The Democrats are seeing that um, a lot of people are seeing what's happening with the Black Wall Street now today. A lot of people are, are being exposed to what they did so they're calling it the Tulsa Massacre. They're moving the black stuff off, and, it, and, and they call it right. They're calling it the Tulsa Massacre, and then oh well, and and then Joe was like, "Yeah, uh, this this shouldn't uh, this has been um, uh, blind uh, a blind spot has been put over this, and this can never happen." The Democrats didn't want to talk about it, right? The, Dem- yeah, Democrats ran that city for about right, th- th- there was no affiliation to the party for the mayor. Up until like 19, early 1900s, and the Democrats ran as mayor, uh, ran that city for about 10, 12 years. Uh, the the mayor prior to this uh, had it for for a handful of years and was the only uh, mayor to ever be impeached. Uh, Democrat mayor, Republican mayor inaugurated in December of of 20. And this happened in May of 21 under a Republican mayor. He'd only been in office six months. You're like. And I'm scratching my head. I'm like, that just don't seem right. What's going on? Well, lo and behold, I pulled up a news article. The resurgence of the KKK started in 1917 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Started out wow. Georgia in the early 1800s, and they wanted a resurgence. And somehow, for whatever reason, they went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and started a whole new chapter in 1917 just years before the whole damn place burned down. And what's frustrating about this is, according to the intelligence community, terrorism for white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland, 
today. I don't know what they're that's saying. cyber security and them shutting down meat okay. plants right. and oil. Right. Okay, so we've got, yeah, DHS secretary claiming that it's the worst threat today. Keep in mind while reporting this story that our intelligence community is the most woke community out there. <laughs> to be honest, they're the ones who are more tactical when it comes to cancel culture. The blue haired, purple haired kids out in Portland aren't the ones getting Aunt Jemima shut down and canceled. I am telling you, these people are nobodies out there in Portland. It is a stronger, more powerful entity behind the curtain. In this case, it's the intelligence community. They are, are starting a race war and they don't seem too intelligent though, do they? Because they couldn't even figure out about the bombing that happened on Christmas day. Yeah. But yet they understand that white supremacy is out there and it is the most dangerous thing to our society. Does this make any sense to you? No, except for that they're woke. Right. And I think the major, I think the biggest threat to our American society right now are the civil rights people, activists from the 50s and 60s, because they won't get past what happened back then. Jesse Jackson, yeah. Al Sharpton. The, the Maxine Waters. Yeah. Um, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, um, uh, 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 Maxine. They won't get past what happened back then. They're trying to bring what back then, they're trying to bring it up now. We. That's why they keep referring to Jim Crow, Jim Crow. Jim Crow was back. That. They got, they're supposed to right. have gotten rid of it. Jim Crow with the Democrats. Right. They, they, they wanted to weed out because they all of a sudden started to see that black Americans that were former slaves, now freed slaves, running as Republicans in politics, winning seat after seat after seat, winning as Republicans. And they said, oh, hell no, we can't do this. The Democrats come up by hook or by crook. That's the only way these son of a guns can win by hook or by crook. Right. But for the intelligence community to say that it was the most persistent and lethal threat in 2020, no, that was Andrew Como. I mean, he literally <laughs> threw slaughters he in the nursing home. got more death on his hands, yes! He, yes, Andrew Como alone has more death on his hand than white supremacy does over the past 2020. And his nursing home slaughters are proof of that. You ask Janice yeah. Dean, she'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, and with, there's, look, inflation is here. Um, uh, 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 these national debt is here. Uh, a failed education is happening. But they, but they're saying white supremacy is the main threat. Wake up, y'all. Wake up. And the reason why I guess I'm pissed, again, I'll, I'll go back to what I said before, is that so many of these things are being left unchecked. Nobody's saying anything or nobody is, is responding to the narrative from up above. You have a couple people online. I ain't like that. I ain't like that. But it's not a major um, response back to the Dems. Again, I know they got the pre the they got the old office. They got the they got the Congress. They got the, the the media. But there's other ways of getting around that because if it's not, then okay, then we've all lost. But like I said, we can't count on our, I'm sorry, but we can't count on our leaders anymore. You need whistleblowers and you need people with guts to come out and say exactly what's going on. And you need companies to come out. Dear companies, if you spend a year companies on do. making, right, if you spend a year on making transgenders feel good, if you've spent a year trying to get creative on how to tell people to wear their masks, maybe you should spend a little bit more time focusing on the actions at hand because you're getting cyber attacked. 
because you spent no time on cybersecurity this year because you focused on who should be wearing pink and green for Transgender Day. Do you see where we're getting our lines a little bit blurred? And at bare minimum, at the very bare minimum, I mean, we're talking maybe 1% of the population at most, at most including people who tried it and didn't like it or people who thought they were and, and they're really not because they, they woke up. Maximum, like 3% of the population possibly identifies or has had some kind of encounter in LGBTQ LMNOP community. <laughs> this is insanity. And one of the letters, I don't know if you guys know, one of the letters in LGBTQ, and it goes on for like 10 digits, one of the, the letters is um, S, and it stands for sympathizers. So you could be part of the group and you just sympathize. Well, I mean, if they're what? woke, they should, shouldn't they take out the Q because it's too relatable to Trump? So the Q probably should go. <laughs> uh, no, that, but that's a bad word. You can't say that anymore. That's, that's a derogatory term. I say mm. this. I, I'll say this. Um, I it 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 really angers me because I, I mean honestly, I really like things to be fair because when things are fair, I mean the way that I OCD exactly. <laughs> the way yeah. that I am, and I guess that's why God gave me two girls. Um, I've always had two of this and two of that and two of that. Two failed marriages. So I've always Hi. had two of this and stuff. So I like things to be balanced, I guess. And I guess I get angry when I watch how the left has pushed the white supremacist see narrative on white Republicans and I'm sitting back and I'm looking at you I'm like say something y'all getting slow <laughs> y'all getting beat it's like it's like these white Republicans are in the ring with Mike Tyson because I can't say anything because I ain't well I mean yeah, okay I know I know well you know we all bleed red white and blue okay you can live like that all you want to, but I mean, <laughs> it, 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 sometimes, I sometimes, sometimes, man, I just got to okay. sit back and look, sometimes I just got to sit back and say, I just got to get me some CBD because all this stuff, mm, yes, all this stuff right now has got me, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, our show is being sponsored by CBD line, cbdline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. Go over there right now. Um, my knee is hurting. My shoulders hurting. Well, have been hurting. I put some CBD line on, lotion on, and right now I'm sitting here doing the show. Um, they have gummies, right? They have. I got. I'll, I'll tell you, I have a new love now. I have a new obsession. They're the lemon vegan. If you have not tried these lemon ones, you've yeah, got yeah. to try them. They they taste like sunshine in a bottle. It's like, look, y'all love Florida so much. It's like eating Florida. It's like sunshine in a bottle. It's amazing. Good part, the, Florida. The name of the one that the um, the slumberberry, the, the slumberberry, slumberberries. I got I got to report back, guys. One use, one night, a trial of slumberberry. Uh, my wife usually uses uh, melatonin just on a regular basis. She has some sleep issues, and they all came back from California, and they were also the kids, the wife, everybody's stuck on California time. I'm like, come on, man, it's ten o'clock. Y'all get to bed. Anyways, they they all took they all took the sleep. They said it was the greatest night sleep ever. ever. Yeah, solid sleep. That's coming from the wife. 
And yep. this is the vegan CBD gummies, the mixed pack. And I know everybody's been asking for it. So yes, they finally do have it. It's the full spectrum lotion. It's yep. the full spectrum. It's more powerful. That's what I'm using. Yep, it comes with more of a punch. And this is what you need. So if you already ordered the lotion, once that runs out, get the full spectrum. Okay. It's stronger. It lasts longer. It's going to get deep in there. So whether you've got neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, uh, again, Joe Biden's Biden's administration causing you pain, take the gummies, put the lotion on. That's all you can do. <laughs> CBDline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. And yes, still 20% off. Go get those doggy treats. They do treats. have doggy treats. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, woo, woo, bush, be quiet. Wait, hold on. Here, take this. Yeah. Mm. See, there's little bones on it. <laughs> there's little bones on it. See? That's how you can tell. I, Don't get it mixed up with your regular tincture. Make sure you look and see that the bone and the paws right. are on. <laughs> right. My kids got this little dog and that thing. It, the Who, tongue, Gracie? The tongue hanging out. I it snores Grace. like, no. <laughs> so, I'm like, who's sleeping right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me shift because I could talk about I could talk about y'all getting asses whipped by um yeah no no, no I, I mean I'm saying and 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 I and I ain't holding it back because that's how much I'm pissed off is that the, he can get in front of a national world audience and call out y'all and nobody says anything. Well, I, I mean Joe. Joe Rogan said it best when he said it's going to get to the point where white men aren't allowed outside. Yeah. It's coming to that point. Oh, they, oh man, they've been trying to destroy. Now, I said that they've been trying to cancel white Republicans, meaning men and women, but they've been trying to destroy uh, um, Brian here and uh, white men for the last 10, 15 years because they have squishy men on the Democrat side. Okay. They have really they have squishy shoes, men on the Democrat side. Uh, they want to get rid of the masculine men on our side. They send it to they call it toxic masculinity, right? Right. Toxic. They made up a word because a man I mean, because real men, if they don't like something, they're gonna tell you, "Hey, hey, I don't like what just happened. Let's fix it." There's nothing wrong with that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked at the homes that I go into and the men and the women that I see, especially during this COVID era, you men that, that, that feel that, that the only nurturing and only, only love in this whole world is through your wife and whatever she tells you to do, you'll, you'll bow down at any beck and call. And she screams at you to put your mask on, bro. I I know y'all out there. And I know y'all looking at me and I don't have one. And, and you tell me, and it, God's honest truth. He looked at me, told me, said, Brian, this is the only, it's, this is it. There's the only woman I, this is the only piece I got, man. I got to do what she says. I said, well, are you want sorry something? You sorry, bro. You got to pick your own up. Be a man. Tell your woman, hey, calm down, woman. You know, just like Adam should have told to eat. Hey, woman, put the apple he down. He should have just up and hit her, just slapped her right in the face. <laughs> Hit her. Hit that me- hit that apple right out of her mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. So I'm just saying I'm, really I'm just trying to speak truth to men right now. And, and guys, we are not Homer Simpson. Okay. We're we're not what they're calling us in the media. That's not you. Don't be that way. Talk to your woman. Be a man. She'll love yeah. you for it. 
She'll love you even more for it. Wayne wants to say something. Wayne wants to say something. No, no. I think guys feel like they need to appease to the woman. Not me. Hey, what do you tell? What do you tell a woman with a black eye? Nothing. You told her twice. Do it again. Well, it just jokes, y'all. It just jokes. We need to. We need to do this. We got to get more manly around here. Leah, what? Go, go fix me a turkey pot pie and bring me a beer. You ain't bad. Hey, speaking about that, just real quick, speaking about that, uh, women's suffrage back in the day, read the old history books about women's suffrage. Like 99% of the women didn't want it. They wanted to stay home and take care of their babies. I'll tell you what, I'd like to fight the woman that decided to burn bras. Right. Right. Are you stupid? I don't want to work nine to five. I'd rather talk (laughs) and then chill all day for yoga. No, make me work nine to five. Find me the woman that made us burn our bras. Right. Bring her head on a platter. 40 hours a week and still taking care of the kids. What? I think her every time. And I think, damn you, woman (laughs) that burnt the bras in the 60s. What are you, insane? Nothing but a bunch of Obama-loving freaks. That's who Democrats. Yeah, well, Democrats. Oh, yeah. That's what they're called. Sorry, I couldn't remember. I can't even Democrat. remember. Democrats. can't remember last time I smacked the apple out of a woman's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about liberties and freedom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Uh, BH, uh, Biden's DHS. This is something that came out yesterday from Breitbart. Breitbart, uh, <laughs> yeah, Leah's getting worked up. Don't let me. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. Don't, don't let me remind hey, there, you. There's subjects that when you get me on them, I get a little don't crazy. Turn the AC off, cool things down. I get a little crazy. <laughs> get a little crazy. Um, this is something that I didn't expect, and, and, and it's happening right now as Biden is talking to white people about white people. Is that he? He is a report that he wants to bring back deported illegal immigrants that were removed since 2017 under Trump and given them amnesty. That's now that's the report that Breitbart is 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 um is putting out there. Uh, they were deported starting in 2017. So this is there's because, something else because this. under the Obama uh, um, uh, executive order, was Supreme Court said that you can't get a rid, rid of an executive order, Trump. Solid insanity there, but I digress. That um, uh, they didn't meet the qualifications to be the uh, uh, the, the child Democrat. Um, what is that? The, you're over here, brought over yeah. here as a kid, uh, and. Yeah, you don't qualify for it, so you got to go back. They they were like saying that only 5% of everybody who applied for it even qualified. Well, here's the thing. In order to stop illegal immigration, we must keep the Trump policies that worked. In order to stop (laughs) illegal immigration, we must keep the Trump policies that worked. I don't know what else to say about the subject. Yeah. Yeah. Other than, well, yeah, I mean, again, DACA, um, that's it. DACA. They didn't qualify under DACA, so they had to go back. It's because you didn't qualify. That yeah. means you you gotta go. So he's gonna also, try and bring those people back. 
And also in conjunction with that, the Chamber of Commerce wants to import foreign workers. Uh, they want to bring back in, they want to bring in foreign workers to take over um, American jobs. Because we got shortage of workers right now. Basically. Because people now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. The puzzle pieces are starting to come together and actually look like a picture. Let's keep bad, America bad, on unemployment. Bad. Yeah, this is an ugly puzzle. This is an ugly puzzle. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's what you meant from the from the text she said about the puzzle thing. I did. What text? I don't know. I didn't text anything. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Not sure, must, maybe. That you talking been, to another girl? Yeah, that must have been the Wayne. other girl. Yeah. You yeah. have another girl. Where's my turkey pie? pie? <laughs> maybe your other girl can make it. Talking about Ooh, puzzles with her. Puzzles. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Who's he looking at? You better not have another girl there. <laughs> Look at Brian. I, I don't. Yeah, you better I, be. I, I don't, I don't know what you. I don't know where to go. <laughs> I'm on the side and I feel stuck. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. Here's the thing with the Chamber of Commerce. I think that we have to become. Apple? You want an apple? I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that apple and I'm gonna put that apple. I'm not gonna. You know what? You know what? You know what? You are too angry today. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just passion, baby. It's just passion. Hey, yeah, listen. Leah, Chamber of Commerce, Leah. Chamber Please. of Commerce. We need to learn to be less attached to these circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do believe this. I think this will come and go. I think it's ebb and flow. I think that we need to be less attached. I really do. I think well, yeah. that if we else. ride it out, if we ride it out though, then they're gonna have to go back to work and they cut out all this mo extra money, like a lot of states are cutting out the extra unemployment, then they're mm -hmm. gonna have to go to back to work. If they import these people before it's time to go back to work. You talk about screwing up the system. Whoo. Yeah, now, I think it's too late. And, that, and also Biden has formally ended Trump's remain in Mexico policy. Now, I remain in remain in Mexico. Honestly, there's nothing really wrong with that. Remain in Mexico. But Trump created that policy and Mexico went along with it. Yeah, they said cool. No problem. They went along with it. Yep. But the reason why is because so many of them were saying that I, asylum, asylum, asylum. That was the narrative or that was the uh, reason given to them by somebody in the Democrat Party. We hadn't found them yet. And woe to them if we ever find them. But uh, we had to find out if they were really over here for asylum. So it's a holding area. That's common sense. That's logic. Yeah, when people say, and when they ask you why you're why you're seeking asylum, and you say because I can't find a job in my home country, that don't qualify. Mm. That, that don't qualify. Yeah. Go back home and fix your country. Why not? We, look, the United States has given Central America, South, the South American countries, Central America, millions and billions, millions and billions. Why are they coming over here? What I mean, and. And then, and then on top of that, they said, "Well, there's so many opportunities." Yeah, but they're already saying that we're racist society. So why are you hurting here? White supremacy. Here's the great news about this: we can all rejoice because they assigned Kamala to this. So we're going to know all the answers because she is working so hard. So I love that woman. She's amazing. She's working 
so hard on this that we're gonna know everything in just a matter of time. Oh no! You may get that dog from CBD. Right, somebody angry. <laughs> My dog also has a fiery spirit, Shelly, in the chat room. Um, she gets worked up about Kamala. Doesn't like her too much. Yeah, I mean, so I can't mention her name. Not only, not only do they have Kamala on the the um, the border situation. Now we want to talk about this a little bit later, but now he's putting her in charge of this voting rights uh, situation too. You know, it's like. She hasn't fixed the other one yet. She hasn't taken care of the other one. She ain't even started that. No. She ain't even gone really. to the border. Not really. I no. mean, you know, she got up there. Oh, okay. Well, I want to go down there and find out exactly why people are coming here from. Oh, it's climate change. That bull crap. Why? I, couldn't, I couldn't hear over my dog barking. What did you say he put her in charge of again? The voting, voting rights. Uh... No, he didn't. April Fool's, right? April Fool's. Are you giving me a in the month of June? One month of June. Oh, so this is the real deal, huh? (laughs) On voting rights. Yeah, voting rights. Well, you know, since he can't go ahead. I was gonna say, since Arizona and all these other states are starting to realize, uh uh, something ain't right here. He gives her stuff. He gives her stuff that can't you can't actually see being fixed. Yeah. Because she doesn't know how to fix it. So it's like when you give an intern, like, hey, look, I just want you to go over and make copies at the printer. Right. Grab a box of of Cubans. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, can you just Xerox a few things for us? That's what Kamala's doing right now. She's just over there at the printer. Just printing papers. But (laughs) but making copies. Right, but that's how we do a lot of legislation, though. The legislation says, okay, we're going to put money toward um, the... Uh, the migrant of ants that have a black streak along their bottom. America is never going to see that happen. Or so so they put money towards stuff like this. Uh, Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to put five, five, $50 billion toward fixing the bridges and the bridges never get fixed. Never. Uh, What was it? 5 million, 10 million for, Transgendered studies in Pakistan. I could do the study for you. Six hundred thousand to the Wuhan lab. Yeah, they they fall off the study in Pakistan for transgenders. Yeah, they fall off top of buildings and hit the ground. There's your study. <laughs> I'm just saying, go over there. That's how they work it. Do they actually just fall off? Slippity doo die. Oh, whoopsie. Yeah, Kamala's taking her orders from Obama. Obama is telling his orders to Joe. Um, Obama, he even said, what was it just a few weeks ago, or was it on Tuesday, actually? Was it yesterday that he said that um, he actually is helping Joe out with things? Did you hear about that report? Maybe you haven't. I'll have to look it up and I'll get it to you guys. But Obama actually was speaking of it. I'll go back to to the Chamber of Commerce thing. I'll go back to the Chamber of Commerce thing. The Chamber of Commerce, the Chamber of Congress is asking lawmakers Two, at least double employment-based green cars to at least 280,000 emissions a year. What the sh- uh, eliminate per-country caps, allowing India and China to monopolize employment-based green card categories. Double the annual workers of H-1B visas awarded to foreign workers. Double the annual numbers of H-2B 
H-2B visas were awarded to foreign workers, expand the H-2A visa program to allow non-seasonal agricultural businesses to import foreign workers, allow foreign students to more easily secure employment-based green cards after graduation, provide amnesty to illegal immigrants enrolled in the DACA, provide amnesty to foreign nationals enrolled in TPS, temporary protected status, allow local politicians to import foreign workers to take up American jobs and their local economy to drive up population growth. Okay. Damn. 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 And, and it's I mean, that's all I can say, literally. That, that is so much right there that that ain't even funny. That's no joke. Well, they, they're going to run with this and they're going to take full advantage of the system and nobody's going to stop any company out there that's going to take full advantage of the system. Well, okay. So then what? The door's wide open. Now you're going to find a lot of Americans unemployed. Mm-hmm. A lot of new, not new, new Democrat voters. This is just expand their voting base. Here's the thing. Biden said a few days ago on an interview that was published yesterday that uh, Joe Biden was finishing the work he began. He was, he's on tape saying that. Okay. This is all what was supposed to be done when Hillary got in. Yep. They're trying to make up, you know, Wayne has said it before. Somebody else on here has said it before. They're they're trying to make up for lost time. Uh, They've got to hurry up. And here's why they've got to hurry up because 2022 is coming right around the corner and they screwed themselves. This whole woke thing screwed them. Uh, Joe being a pedophile, screw them. Uh, Everything is falling against them. Now with Fauci and these emails being leaked, this is coming crashing. COVID has crashed down hard on Fauci and the rest of them. This doesn't look good for any of them. And it keeps on going back to Trump was right. Trump was right. Trump was right. And it's the truth. Yeah, you got a whole lot more doctors coming out Here's the issue. So here's the thing. Joe's going to do as much as he can in the next four years because he knows he's a one-term president. He knows he's a one-term president. Whether he he dies before the term's up or he gets voted out, Joe Biden knows he's a one-term. Yeah, he even said it. He said, I I, I won't be able to run a second term. I'll be too old. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Let me, I mean, because, look, I understand people are angry at Fauci. I do. I really do. And I understand why. And to, and to a certain point, to a certain point, I agree with a lot of people about what y'all saying about Fauci to a certain point, but the lawmakers are the one that put the thing in motion and they are, and they are getting a pass on their overreach. Well, actually for making the decision to go along with what he said, and then they're getting the overreach for keeping it going because they got a power trip. Now that's how I look at it. Fauci wasn't elected. He didn't force anybody to do anything. These people, the, the, these lawmakers. These, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just saying it, I'm because I just see it on social media all the time. Is that everybody's? Oh, we gotta go out to Fauci. We gotta go out to Fauci. The, the these lawmakers are the ones <coughs> that took advantage of the American people. The lawmakers, those are the ones. That I have, yeah, why yeah. do we need to make a law now that says that my governor, Republican governor Dewine? is not allowed to take away my rights. That's already in the Constitution. I that do that. And for them well, to I, do that and say they could executive order, done, be damned, all the businesses crumble, everybody took a knee. 
It's going to happen again. It will happen again. Yeah, I'm not. Look, yeah, I'm mad at Fauci for a whole bunch of things. But honestly, the most angry that I'm at Fauci is the fact that he writes an email that says, Dear Sylvia, masks don't work. You don't need a mask. And we find out there's a lot of truth to that. I'm I'm a little pissed off at him for that. I'm a little but bit mad that he knew. Go ahead. But, but then wasn't there a time that he did say that mask wasn't? They showed the implementation of mask, and as soon as the implementation of mask, spikes went up everywhere because nobody gave a crap and thought that they were totally, oh, I'm protected. I got a mask. Let's go. Yes, that's out. what I'm upset about, Wayne. He came out and said not to wear a mask, and then he came back out and said wear a mask, and then he never stopped. Then he never stopped saying it. And now that we're finding out that he had emergency uh, meetings with researchers who funded the Wuhan lab, we're finding out that that, uh, experts warned Fauci in January of 2020 that the coronavirus potentially looked engineered. Right, right. He never once said, well, I do have scientists coming out saying it might be engineered, so I need to look into that. Nope, wouldn't say it. Right. Not say but again, but again, like um, like I like I tweeted out last night. If we had journalists, if, yeah, sure, yeah, if, absolutely. Oh, if we boy. had journalists, if we, I mean, if we had journalists from the fifties and sixties, we would have learned something like this. It would have been on. If now, it, it might would have been on uh, page two or three, mm-hmm. but not what, nineteen. Not right. 19, not exactly in the right. And and that information would have got out. We don't have journalists these days. And right. you and y'all talked about what happened with big tech and COVID. There was a massive push from the media, the politicians, people in government that that this needs to happen. And we were going to shut down anybody who said or had a different narrative than what we were trying to put out. And now, a year later, we found out a lot of those people that were banned, removed, uh, 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 was it, suppressed off of social media, they really had a a legit uh, uh, um, reason to, to come up with a scenario that now Fauci is, is wobbling off of because he knows that those people were right. Right. Absolutely. And the problem is, like you said, with the media not saying anything, but what we need, and I've said this before, watchdogs, whistleblowers, and people to actually have grow some you-know-what and come out and talk about what ha- Somebody saw something at that lab in Wuhan. Somebody knows something at that lab in Wuhan. You can't tell me that there aren't witnesses to what happened at the beginning of this COVID outbreak. Somebody in they, Wuhan knows. Yeah, they went to, they went Someone to the needs hospital. to come out. They were yes. sick. Someone needs to come out. Those doctors need to come out. I know they're afraid. But like Wayne said, you can't depend on journalists now. You have to have whistleblowers. You have to have leaks like this. I'm happy this leak with him. There needs to be a lawsuit. Fauci needs to get under oath. And these emails need to be put in public for the public to view with a jury. Right. And we're starting to find out now that this vaccine with the spike T cells that make it extremely, extremely dangerous are now been produced similar to antidepressants that actually start to affect not only your bloodstream, but affect your brain and affect other blood cells. And that's why people are having these really odd uh, vaccine reactions because this thing was made 
And uh, uh, with the likes that no vaccine has ever been made before, again, it's still an experimental vaccine. Uh, you know, uh, carp, uh, carp, uh, you know. Uh, well, somebody knows something. Somebody knows something. Yeah, I mean, uh, at your own risk, seriously. So mm -hmm. uh, th this should have never been perpetrated on the American people. I, I still am and beside myself with the country of Israel uh, and, and all the, the, the bracelets, the, 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 the signs that you have to be, uh, have your COVID bracelet. You have to be all whatever vaccinated in order to buy goods, to buy fuel, to buy food, to buy, to do live life. You, you need to be like that. And now some of these other countries are pushing that kind of narrative. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I didn't see this thing coming this hard, this fast. Mm, mm, they're going to come down. I just, I, I guess I want to end with the whole Fauci thing by saying he talked to Chinese officials and told them that he would get through this with him together. He told Chinese officials that he said, quote, I'm enthusiastic about moving forward and collaborating and hopefully synergizing this approach to COVID-19. Well, but, but then again, China, China's coming out and saying that now we, we had labs in their country they are. That, were, that, that were close to the release of SARS and all this other stuff. So yeah, and you know what's crazy? Yeah, we had labs and they were responsible enough. Our labs were responsible enough not to leak anything. Why is it really? that the CCP can't adult? They can't control anything. Well, and That's buying, the problem with them. They're buying their strains from Canada. Yeah. Canada's selling them new strains. I don't know. It's crazy. Let me mm. let me bring on Harmeet. Um I don't I don't know if she's Miss Dillon, are you there? I'm here, but I'm not okay, there we go. through the earpiece. So um, you got to bear with me. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Can you, can you, uh, so are you hearing us through the computer right now? Yeah, I'm hearing you through the okay. computer. Is it an echo for you? I No, I can hear fine. Okay, great. Okay. Um, we are talk uh thank you, thank you for joining us. Um we have been talking about the situation happening with um the Fauci and uh how the media suppressed, banned, um tried to get rid of in individuals that had another way of thinking about how this COVID was released. And now all this information is coming, you know, hey, maybe those people were on to something. You know, I don't know if those people will be able to get anything back of what they lost for a whole year. Uh, but you are a lawyer. You you have seen some really crazy things happen to some social media people. What do you think? Well, in terms of getting anything back from our government for what happened to us over the past year and a half, people lost their businesses, people lost their lives, uh, people lost their freedom, and much of that is ongoing. Um, you know, we have doctrines like uh, government tort immunity that make it virtually impossible to recover against the government when this type of thing happens, unfortunately. But, you know, I was speaking to some experts who had watched Fauci's testimony last week in Congress. and. Um, you know, just on that legal question, it appears that he's lied to Congress multiple times in his testimony. And 
he can and should be held accountable for that. That would require the Biden administration and the United States Department of Justice <laughs> to go after him. And I understand what they're trying to do right now is simply show him the door as quickly as possible and, you know, hush this up. Because, frankly, I think the pandemic advantaged the Democrats in terms of the outcome of the election, the changing of the election rules and all of that. But to your question about social media censorship, uh, you know, I have sued the big tech companies uh, for various issues over the years. And courts have consistently interpreted the Communications Decency Act, Section 230, which uh, I'm sure your listeners have heard about very broadly to basically say that these companies can violate their own contracts, they can violate established tort law, they can defame you by putting false labels on your posts, they can label you an extremist and remove you based on that, and there's little recourse to that. So we keep testing the boundaries. I'm currently representing Project Veritas, which is suing Twitter on these issues, and we'll see what happens with that lawsuit. I mean, you know, Communications Decency Act 230 so far hasn't been interpreted to allow them to uh, attack people and do things even after they've been removed from the platform, which is what happened to James. Um, yeah. But but we need, we need reform and we need better members of Congress from the Republican side who will, when they have power, do their job and reform these out of control laws and rein in these judges. Right. And, and I'm just saying just about the only thing we can do is we got to stay strong and keep going after these Republicans that are do nothing Republicans or the ones that uh, that have to go like the Jeff Flakes of the world. Uh, Trey Gowdy used to be a, a champion of mine until he t- dipped out with a whole bunch of other ones in 2018 so that we lost uh, lost the power that Donald Trump could have continued for the next couple of years. But uh, when it comes to social media, I, I mean, I, I've, I've put up a, a couple of different posts from other doctors, bona fide doctors that talk about viruses, talk about, um, you know, T-cells, talk about all the technical difficult the technic- techniques of it all. And then I get strikes for it, like on the Tiki Talks, and said, um, uh, this has been looked at by a third party and deemed to uh, n- not have enough content. T- what? It's a doctor talking. What are you talking about? I mean, it's just make up something, and then there's no recourse. There's no way I can, there's no number I can call. There's no email I can file. There's no button I can click. There's no recourse. Right. Uh, these companies are like the wild, wild west. They're unregulated and they're unregulated thanks to aggressive lobbying that has included giving millions and millions of dollars to Republican politicians, to so-called conservative think tanks in D.C. that then write white papers about how these companies should be unregulated. Um, you know, people in the Trump administration blocked antitrust efforts as well as blocked legislative reform. And, you know, that's really unfortunate. I know President Trump cared deeply about it. I've discussed it with him. He wanted to do that. But he had advisors around him who had different interests, apparently. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this is the result. And it may result in Republicans permanently being a minority. So I think this is the existential civil rights crisis of our time. And it's really going to require all Americans to hold people accountable. And I think that there even are some people on the left who feel similarly, uh, you know, they're going to experience censorship based on criticizing some things that Biden does from the left, potentially. And we'll see whether we're able to make common cause with people, Americans across the board, who don't believe that corporations or the government have the right to censor our speech. You know, I, um, I saw some sort of big name uh, uh, liberal voices on YouTube that were demonetized, and they were shocked that they were demonetized for some of the stuff that they were saying, too. Uh, but do you think Section 230 
because you said it was so broad. Do you think it was purposely written in a broad sense to cover so much? No, no, no. And so I don't think it is broad. Or oh. I'm file the lawsuits. I, okay, I okay, think okay. interpreted by the courts incorrectly and over broadly. Section 230 started out as a very benign positive statute. And the reason was that there was liability being posed on the dial-up uh, social, not even, there was no such thing as social media back then. The dial-up internet service providers like AOL and Prodigy, mm -hmm. if you remember those. Like in the mid-90s, right? In the mid-90s in, in the Clinton era. Yeah. Was a product of the of the Gingrich uh, Gingrich Congress, Contract, yeah. and and you know these companies were being punished for having family friendly values and sort of filtering the content. And so hmm. two thirty was put in there to say if you're in good faith trying to filter content for porn and you know crime and defamation and other stuff that's clearly illegal, you're not going to get punished for that. And then there's this you know sort of list of things that they can do. Well, that list of things includes content that is, quote unquote, otherwise objectionable. And that catch all phrase, otherwise objectionable, is what is being used by the courts to say anything goes. So even if Twitter, for example, doesn't have in its list of things they can take you down for misgendering, they took one of my clients who's a feminist from Canada down for that. And, you know, there was no recourse. They simply changed their rules after the fact and they got away with it. So this is extraordinary that these companies can ignore existing contract law and tort law with impunity, whereas traditional media, newspapers and the like, radio, television, uh, they still have to follow these rules. So that's kind of an antitrust uh, advantage in and of itself. It's a competitive advantage, certainly. And as a result, we're not even seeing traditional media like we used to because traditional media right. has been killed off by the advertising antitrust advantage of these big tech companies. And so you know, and the thing I want Americans to think about is not, this is not really a left and a right issue. Right. It's who do the corporations want to speak or who's in power in a dictatorship in China or, a, for example, the leadership of India doesn't want uh, Indian citizens to see some facts about mismanagement of coronavirus there. They pick up the phone and they call Twitter India or Twitter China and say, if you don't censor this speech, we will arrest you punish you, prosecute you, expel you, certainly, and expel your company. That's what's at risk here. And remember, America is a certain size market. China is a much bigger market than America. India mm -hmm. is a bigger market than America. Mm -hmm. Do we want our speech in America to be dictated by and limited by dictators abroad? We do not want that. That is why it is important to have some guardrails around this. Right. We've, we've got, you know, 300 million here in America, and they've got a couple billion over there in Asia. So I can see why the Twitters and the, the Facebooks and the YouTubes would bend a knee to those countries. Uh, I guess my question is, it, is it realistic? I mean, I, I'm searching for hope and a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Is it realistic to make any kind of headwave with the current administration in place? And you know what? Let me also add to, to that because in watching uh, Google YouTube, Facebook, go up to D.C. The, it's almost like they have office there now because they're called there every couple of weeks. They get up there, they ask all these questions, they promise all these responses, and nothing changes. That's a joke. So, I mean, yeah. the well, it's like who's, who's really watching the handouts? The problem is it's, it's multifold, but number one, we need better 
legislators, more intelligent legislators and letters to legislators who aren't corrupt. I mean, imagine if you've been entertaining the Google lobbyist or vice versa, they've been entertaining you for years and all of a sudden you're asked to, to regulate them. You know, there's a conflict of interest there and this, this applies to many Republicans. I'm not gonna name names, but a lot of them- yeah, if you if you feel like it, you are free to do that on this show. <laughs> I think you can take a clue from the ones who pound the table the hardest and shout, and then they keep taking the money. I think that's a big clue, and that's easy. Yeah, to we, out publicly. yeah um, we have we have called them out. <laughs> you know, we, need, we need some fresh. Look, I was against term limits for most of my life as a Republican. I have now been convinced from the spectacle over the last couple of years that we need term limits and we need a lot of reform there and we need citizens to stand up and you know make sure that first of all when you're voting for candidates you make sure that you let them know this is an important issue for you because republicans and republican think tanks in dc and conservatives have been among the most disappointing on these issues leah did you did you have any questions for her well, I mean, I have a million questions, but I'm not sure what you guys touch base on and what you don't. I just want to talk about Section 230. Have you guys spoke about that yet? Yeah, we beat some, that up. Yeah, some, yeah. yeah we okay. Well, then, no, basically just I, I wish that we could break up these monopolies, Google, uh, the unholy trinity, I call it, Google, um, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, but I, I, I guess I don't see that happening anytime soon. They're just too powerful. At what point do they fall because of their power? Everybody falls at some point, right? Give me some hope. <laughs> I know yeah, I'm looking for the light. Falls, you know. So, uh, you know, that's 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 the concern. And and don't forget Amazon. Uh, don't forget that Amazon has the power with its servers to shut off alternative uh, alternative platforms like Parler. Um, you know, we should all try to patronize alternative platforms like Rumble, like Parler, like mm -hmm. Telegraph, like others. But eventually, if they're successful. One of these behemoths buys them, and then that's the end of that. And so we have had poor antitrust enforcement under both Democrats and Republicans. Interestingly, there are some Democrats, uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren amongst, amongst them, who think that we should have more vigorous antitrust enforcement and regulation. From the opposite end, you know, she wants more censorship of content that she doesn't like. Uh, but, you know, surely we can have that conversation and take the lobbyists out of the equation. Republican politicians running for office for 2022 need to understand that this is a very important issue, maybe the issue of our time, and, and voters need to hold them accountable on these issues. What would you do if you were in Congress? Would you, would you revise Section 230 to eliminate this overbroad enforcement and crack down on American citizens' voices. Would you or would you not? Every everybody should ask that question of their politicians. That sounds like that sounds like one of the questions that should be directed to every Republican twenty twenty four presidential candidate or um, all Republican candidates in every state um, that are trying to get elected. Um, before 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 I let you go. Uh, so many people uh, have been removed from social media from the big side, Twitter and Facebook. Um, and I know you are working hard on many of these cases. Can you give us an idea of or the hope that Brian and uh, Leah have, were talking about earlier? Is there any hope that they might return to uh, 
these big tech company, uh, these big tech platforms, or uh, is this something that you can't speak on right now? Or no, I mean, I can speak about it. So the current regime is that these companies are self-regulating and they're not doing it very well, or I think they're doing it disingenuously. I think Facebook, out of all of them. <clears throat> appears to want to look like the good guys. So they set up this, you know, multinational tribunal, including a couple of conservative law professors I know who are smart guys. Um, and they, you know, make rulings. For example, they issued a ruling on Trump being removed. And, you know, the ruling that they made was that you can't sort of remove somebody permanently without or without, you know, sort of strikes and, and all of that. And, and so they should have relegated President Trump to a six month ban as opposed to a permanent lifetime ban. Uh, I don't know whether uh, Zuckerberg's going to follow that advice or not, but what we need and what we could have in the future is a Republican president, Republican Senate, Republican House. They could pass a citizens or a social media users bill of rights that would Amen. give us rights on removal, rights on some sort of objective arbitration or third party review and some kind of a reinstatement protocol. We don't have that right now, and there's no way, in my opinion, these companies are going to do that on their own. So we must focus on legislative and legal reform. All right. Um, let me... Let me um, so I guess what I'm saying is there were people banned last year for saying that uh, COVID was leaked from a lab, and now we're finding out that that's the truth those people can't retaliate in any way. They can't go to, well, I mean, we're finding out the, possibly the truth. Yeah. When it does come out and it is proven because they're starting to prove it, those people can't go back to Facebook and press charges on them like you could a normal business for kicking you out for okay. something that you didn't do. So that's my question. Can they do that? Yeah. Because no. technically, well, no, see, can't. this is unfair. These this is sad. sets their own terms of service and they can let you, they, they can block you from their platform for quote unquote, otherwise objectionable content. So what these companies are doing right now is Facebook is quietly changing its terms and saying that we will no longer take down speech that makes some of these claims. We will no longer ban you. Uh, will they do the right thing and reinstate people? I doubt it because that would be an admission of almost of liability or that they were wrong. Mm -hmm. We need that bill of rights. We need a legal right that people can take into court. Now, we don't, I'm sure the courts are not going to want to be all day dealing with people's claims that they, you know, were mm -hmm. bounced off illegally. And to be frank, all of us know some people who have said some awful, vicious things that has made, uh, that has made us block them. I block people on social media who say offensive things to me. I don't need to see things like that all day. Uh, right. That's my choice. But so every comment that's made on social media isn't right or isn't good or isn't necessarily worthy of staying on. It isn't even consistent with Section 230. The question is, what is their process? Is their process consistent? And is there an objective third party? So the bureaucratization, unfortunately, of social media is really the goal here, which is to have some objectivity and some third party review. None of that's going to happen without Republicans passing laws that a president signs. Right. And, and I agree with you 100 percent. I've been talking about this with a, for the past couple of years with uh, different folks about the Internet Bill of Rights. Uh, we've been at a couple different conferences and actually had this in, in a large forum and spoke about this at length. Um, that's I think at this point, I think that's the only way to go is to have an Internet Bill of Rights. 
Right. And even some professors, I've sat on a lot of panels about this. If we even had right now objective data, if these companies were to share, here are the people we limited for 12 hours, here are the people we limited for a week, here are the people we blocked, we took down, and this is the reason that we gave. If there were data that they were required or they voluntarily disclosed that professors, other researchers could analyze and research, we would have some trends. But instead, when you talk about these incidents, like I have done in many panels myself, you hear, oh, Harmeet, you're just spewing anecdotes. Your anecdotes are not data. And I'm like, well, if I had data, then we would be talking about data, but they hide the data. They, had, they have no sort of reason economically or politically to disclose this information. Um, you know, and on the left, uh, you know, people like Kamala Harris have even attacked some of these companies uh, for allowing advertising of sex trafficking of minors, you know, rightfully so. And these companies have said, oh, you know, we, 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 we are hands off, we can let that happen. And so I think there are some hard questions that we need to ask. Are we enabling the victimization of human beings, uh, drug trafficking? Are we, are we allowing some, you know, trafficking here that's inappropriate? And what are we doing to our discourse now that we've killed newspapers and killed traditional media through the advertising monopoly we allowed to thrive? What are we doing to make sure that we as a country still have a free exchange of ideas? We don't have that right now. Right now on social media, during a pandemic where you weren't allowed to walk out freely or attend rallies, right. certain politicians were allowed to speak, certain politicians were not. That affects the outcome of elections. That affects right. the future laws that we have. That can't be allowed to happen again, whether it's because of Fauci, whether it's because of China, whether it's because of Google, Twitter, or Facebook. They did that to Trump's tweets. Oh, like every single tweet that Trump would put out, there would be an asterisk or something attached to it for whatever arbitrary reason. And in the end, it was nothing more than just to discredit him. And, and the way, and the way that I, the way I saw it is they inched into it. They, it's like, it, it didn't start off that way in 2016, yeah, but they inched to see what they could get away with. Like, <laughs> made little increments of what they could get away with and like oh we accidentally removed trump from twitter and and then they put him back you know and this said that somebody quit. Yeah, yeah yeah it was his last day on the job well there's one more development that some of your viewers may not have picked up and that is that in the outcome of the 2020 election included some state governments in the united states including mine in california telling twitter and other social media companies to take down posts that they viewed as dangerous, posts wow. that questioned the outcome of the election. Uh, you have now government coordination, just like I just complained about with China and India telling Twitter what to do. We have that in America. And thanks to Public Records Act requests and FOIA requests, we've been able to obtain some of that information. So you may see some lawsuits about that because a private company censoring you is a private company censoring you. The government censoring you is a First Amendment violation. And the government censoring you in conjunction and hand in hand with a private actor acting as their agent is still a First Amendment violation. So um, I have some things in the works that, you know, may be in the news soon. All right. Well, look, we want to have you. We want to have you back on, Harmeet. Um, I, I have your, well, you might have more information, but we have um, you at DylanLaw.com. Is that right? 
Right. And also, I'm the CEO and founder of the Center for American Liberty, www.libertycenter.org. It's a nonprofit that deals with First Amendment and other civil rights issues for ordinary Americans. Wow. And your Twitter is P-N-J-A-B-A-N. That's right. Okay. Um, is there any last thoughts for our audience about what may be coming down the pipe and what you're working on? To me, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant. I came here from India, and in India in the 1970s, when my parents left there, uh, we didn't have freedom of speech there. It wasn't even a democracy. It was a socialism. And so I, as an American, like many Americans, first-generation Americans, really value what this country is about, I think more so than many people born here and who take it for granted. And you must remember that the First Amendment is first for a reason, and it includes freedom of speech right to petition the government, freedom of religion, which I've won several cases this past year in the United States Supreme Court, um, you know, freedom of the press. And so we, we must value those as incredibly important, more so than a particular position any politician has on any other issue. I think we must hold politicians' feet to the fire on these issues. Well, uh, we want to have you back, and we want some updates about what's going on. You can Thanks. be in-house lawyer um, uh, uh, informational uh, yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, um, I think you, I watch what you do on Twitter and uh, I want to say you are a strong voice for not only immigrants, but for also Americans, especially conservative Americans. And I appreciate what you do. I really do. Thank you very much. Uh, I Thanks. admire what you do as well, and hopefully we can speak again. Oh, no. We, we, we will be doing that. <laughs> Thank you so much. My Thanks. pleasure. Okay. We got Brian, who has just jumped back on. What happened, Brian? I, I, I may Sometimes not, it does that after timing for so long. It's like it I got gremlins over here, and uh, my camera's warm. I, I don't internet. I don't know. I'll have to recheck some things. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we got a we got a couple things for tomorrow, or or you want to tell them tell them what okay. we got coming down yeah, the pipe. Yeah, so can so can I explain what's going on here a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Can I tell them the prize too, or is that a surprise? Uh, I need to know. I, not anymore. <laughs> well, I didn't say what it was. Not anymore. So I didn't say what it was. Tell him. Saying, can I can I can I actually give him details of what it is, or should I just say a prize? I'll just say a prize for right now. Really? Okay, so here's the deal. What we want you to do is go and visit birchgold.com forward slash Wayne. And then we want you to call them and talk to them about getting yourself some precious metal. If you do this, you will be qualified. Now that is if you sign up for it, correct, Wayne? Yes. If you sign up for precious metals and you actually go through and get it done, you're going to get qualified for a pretty juicy surprise, yeah. if I might say so myself. Yeah. I think we're giving away two surprises. Two surprises for Birch Go and a couple for CBD line. So Okay, and I think we're doing this Monday. I'm going to get gonna word on that. But what I want everybody to do is go to birchgold.com forward slash Wayne, and I want you to get as far as you can with it, talk to the person on the other line, see about signing up, so that way we can get you registered to win some juicy prizes. And you need to be watching on Monday mm -hmm. because we need to know if you are part of 
or have signed up with birchglobal.com or cbdlion.com. We need to cross-reference to make sure so that when we say, okay, now go, we need to be able to say, okay, give them the the names of the first Mm -hmm. couple or whoever um, for those that already signed up, I think is eligible to win the prize too. Because Kathy said, Leah, I already signed up. Well, that's good. You're eligible to win the prize. So if you didn't sign up with Birch Gold yet, sign up and you're going to be eligible to win a prize. Right. And also CBD Lion, both of them actually. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to take some of these tonight though, because I want a good night's sleep. Well, what kind are those? Those look, those look good. I think. I think I'm gonna. Is it slumber? I think I'm gonna use my bath bomb tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bath. You know what? I need. To I got the one. lavender. This is my second one. I need to get a bath bomb. Yeah, you do. They're they're good. They feel good. Put on some of those candles. Eat some apples. And relax with a you know nice bath bomb. There's there's actually, ladies and gentlemen. Either one, Christy. You can sign yeah. up for either or. They're the melatonin, right? Yeah, those are the ones that Brian said you just pass out. Phenomenal. But then you also have the the mix pack. I think that's mixed as in flavored, different flavors. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, but there's there's only one. There's only one nighttime sleepy time. There's only one Mm, sleepy time, and that's the slumberberry baby. And I I talked to my wife the next morning about it, you know, because we've used different sleep aids before in the past. And it wasn't like some of the, um, like not medical, but medical, because this is all natural. Uh, but some of the, like the medical ones that are out there that you can take the next morning, you feel kind of, this don't do that because it's natural to CBD with melatonin. It's phenomenal. That was good too. Mm. Last Delicious. Last, Last thoughts. Okay. Well, I don't know if y'all are ready for this one. China reports new Chinese virus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the bird flu. Yeah, H10N3, the bird flu strain. He had it on April 28th. He's already out of the hospital. They don't know if um, it's going to be anywhere else. But the Chinese, the CCP can reassure us that it's not going to go everywhere, just like they did with COVID. CCP, you can't adult. Somebody needs to watch you 24-7. The world needs to come together, and they need to have just a little meeting with you and say, you can't do this anymore. We have to control you now. They can't, they are becoming a danger to society, a menace on society between the rocket and the COVID and the bird flu. I'm sorry, CCP, but you look, you had a good run. You had a good run longer than what we have, but it's time to get your butt in the seat. We've got to take control of you because you have no clue what to do. They have no clue to how to be adults. Yeah, it's They're like a, a bunch of kids right. over there. It's reminiscent, reminiscent of the USSR um, and how they lied about all the people that were dying that they were trying to launch to get to the moon. I, I mean, it was a train wreck with all the people that were dying. People that Stalin was killing, tens and thousands, millions of people just, well, you know, you don't want to talk about that. That's communism, folks. Uh, the yeah, story we, Right. The story we talked about earlier today uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, the citizens were actually fearful of communism and socialism coming into their town. Because mm. what happens when that happens? No freedom I mean, of speech, no rights. You, you, people start dying. 
look, if it's happening over there, I understand. You know, of course, we're worried about it. But when they start to affect every single person, infect, I should say, every single person on the planet, and then they don't, oh, we left a rocket go. We don't know if it's going to hit New York City. It's like CCP, you know what? Enough's enough. Like, this is getting old. It it really is. <laughs> We've got to do something. I, I'm sick of it. Yeah. And and we really do need to do something. And I don't know what I'm suggesting. I'm just saying the CCP needs... An intervention. Yeah, an intervention. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Yes, yeah. they need an intervention. Yeah. And they want to say, oh, no, there might be nuclear war with the United States. Shut up, CCP. Intervention Just shut time. up and sit down. <laughs> Intervention time. According to just breaking news before we leave, um, the Trump blog has been shut down permanently. Of course it has. Um, now, here's my thing. Jason Miller, I, I know Jason. Uh, sometimes I think that he goes a little bit too far too fast sometimes. But uh, Jason, a few months ago, was talking about a new platform, social media platform, that President Trump was going to be putting out. And a lot of people, when the blog website came out, a lot of people said, yeah, it's a new platform, a new social media platform, President. And it really wasn't a platform. It's just a website that he just releases information. A lot of people started going over there because they thought they were going to sign up for a social media platform. And it and it turned out to be a website with his information. This is splash page. It was and now they sh- and they shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're going to make sure he did. listen, if you think Trump well, is going to run for president. No, no, I think Trump shut it down. Trump shut it down. Oh, Trump shut it down. Yeah. yeah, I heard it wasn't getting a lot of uh traffic, yeah, but, I guess. You could say. Uh, well, no, well, I mean, who wants to read a blog like that? I got a blog like that. No, you don't. You have a reporting. You write about yourself in a blog? Really? What's oh, no, it called? No, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I was going to say, no, you don't. Hi, I'm Wayne. Today I cook chicken, and I like to go swimming. Nah, you don't have a blog. You write good stuff on waynefree.com. That's called he, news, baby. Right, right. His blog is uh, under a pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Dear diary. Dear diary. (laughs) My name is Wayne Fee. I live in the suburbs. Y'all gonna stop messing with me. (laughs) You're the one who said you had a blog. I well no whatever, man. Um, (laughs) back in the day. Yeah, the, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. Blogs are boring. Like that's so. I don't even know what he was trying to do there. I think he got the idea from uh, Mike Lindell and just ran with it, and then it didn't have success. So but you know, like, uh, you know, you know, I got to take it, uh, yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, it's like so Britney Spears. Now, in sync. There's something else that I was telling people not to do, and the RNC duped a whole lot of people too because the RNC said um, if you want President Trump to create the social media platform let us know, sign up and so we can let him know first off we don't need to sign up for anything on the RNC to let President Trump know if because President Trump knows that Trump supporters are going to flock to a social media platform if it's like Twitter or Facebook that he puts out That's that's a given but what a whole lot of y'all did, and 
I hope and and ho- call me nasty, but I hope the whole lot of y'all. I hope, I hope the whole lot of y'all are getting all the emails from RNC in your email inbox because that's basically what they did. They yep. got your email address, and now they send you everything. And you're like, I didn't sign up for this, but you did. You gave them your email address, thinking that you were signing up for something that was attached to Trump, and they got you. They got you. They got you with some bullcrap thing. And I watched it. I watched it. It's it's almost like the guy that said, "Give me some money for the wall," and uh, only two million went to it. But you know, whatever. You know, I mean, Coflitz, poor Brian, Coflitz, yeah, yeah, poor buddy. Twenty-five million dollars raised. Twenty-five million dollars, and only two point and l- less than three million dollars went toward. Ain't nobody in trouble for it either. That's over. No, no they, they let them all go. That's yeah, messed. they did let them all go. I can't. He got to keep his yacht too. I can't believe it, y'all. Well, I, I mean, know. I you know, he's he's missing limbs and stuff. No. Let, let him have it. He's a veteran. I, I wouldn't want it. You keep the yacht. I don't want it. I gave you. Call? I gave you money, and I, I'm not bitter about it. What do you call guys out? Never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> it's I'm, a joke. I'm bitter because Bob, we're here. <laughs> he read my mind. <laughs> no, the joke. The joke. <laughs> Can't believe that. He knew. <sighs> join, join our page. What did that? Did that just skip over my head? I literally, I literally said two words out of a joke, and he got the joke right away. So it was just one of those things. We're on, uh, we're we're on a wavelength today. Yeah, for some reason, where he's picking up what I'm putting down, and vice versa. Patreon, yeah, is that white supremacy? So, um, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, white white power. It's hard to hear when you're talking all the time. It was jokes. Come on now. <laughs> 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 he got the pot caught in the kettle. But um, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gotta take your turns. Join our Patreon today. Patreon.com forward slash WD show. Whether you're white or black or any color, you can join. <laughs> it's non-discriminatory. Non-discriminatory. We, yeah, we yeah, we we don't discriminate. As long as it's green, we don't give a damn. Yeah. Hey, if you want to give us a Bitcoin, by the way, yeah, you can. You contact the contact Wayne directly on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only color we see is green. Thank you, Christy. Christy. So Just remember, um, it's the WD show. Oh yeah, don't worry. We got we. He reminds us all the time. <laughs> I love them. I I, I do. I, I mean, I, I love yeah, these white people. Do. Um, <laughs> I do, and 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 I briefly go back because we got to go. But I briefly go back to what we were talking about when I speak about uh, what white Democrats are doing to white Republicans. I look at my 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 uh, my 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 friends, my family here, and I really feel bad because I can't do anything to fix it. I can only look. I can only watch. I can, and, call, I can call Jim Jordan a rock star, and that's something gun. He is so cucked by the media. He yeah. Ain't doing, he ain't going to do nothing. Mm-mm. Steve Shabbat? No. No, no, no. 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 But I mean, they, I'm not going to go out and protest, though. I don't. I mean, I'm not big into protesting. I'm not big into any of that. All, all I can do is just hope for this four years to go over quick. 
and um joe to just go joe go please joe just go well i tell you what you don't have go to, to go go, go, go towards the light i tell you <laughs> damn what like you saying the las vegas lights yeah okay i i tell you this and it's just i'm gonna throw the truth out at y'all if y'all don't start getting yourself straight up here i'm talking to you voters now okay you know what we can laugh joke play and and have fun and but right now i'm being serious if you don't get yourself right up here about what's coming down in 2024 you're gonna lose we're gonna lose this country's gonna lose oh yeah okay now i'm not saying now you know people are like, oh well yeah trump's gonna be reinstated no he's not no he's not i'm not an expert but he's not gonna be reinstated that, that would be until, the most thing out there until he gets reelected. Right. 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 They're not gonna, I mean, <laughs> there's too many people that pull the levers. There are too many people. I'm afraid what hold they're going to try to do. Look at what they did. <laughs> they unseated him with right. all the power that they had. They unseated him. How do you think that all that power that hated on him and removed him is just going to let him right back in? <laughs> Don't work what they'll, they'll stop at nothing to get him yes. I, i'm worried for him like i said before yeah. he needs a food taster yeah. wear a metal uh-huh. wear a bulletproof vest and get a food taster maybe ride around in the mobile because i'm telling you they're not going to stop until you're dead trump yeah. that's what they're trying I mean, to do yeah and, and, and it's sad because he I'm loves saying, his country and he loves right. his lord right he right he Davis. loves his country and it's up to us to help him get reelected and you can't help him get reelected if you're following around stupid people on social media that are throwing up these bull crap response oh yeah he's gonna get reinstated in august well why not right now why wait until august why not right now why not so, i mean how about yesterday yeah i mean if if you watched the last year of trump in office Things are supposed to be happening every couple of weeks. Things are, oh, yeah, this going to happen. Oh, yeah, this going to Nothing happened. No. Nothing happened. They kept pushing it out, pushing it out, trying to give people hope. And there's still some people out there on social media like, oh, but it can happen. How, what were happen? they saying? The storm is coming. The storm's yeah. coming. The storm's mm-hmm. coming. No, it's still sunny out. The storm's coming. No, I don't see any storm. March. March 4th. March. March coming. The Ides of March. Wow. I'm just saying, and I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart. You can be mad with me all you want to. I'm still gonna get you a hug. You might pull away, but I'm I'm gonna hug you even harder. <laughs> That's illegal now. <laughs> COVID or not, he will not be reinstated as president of the United States unless he gets reelected. That's the only way. And the voting machine's gonna work to do that. And the only way. That you, the voting machines is you got to do what Brian has been doing, and that's get elected to these city council. When and 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 Brian, we're gonna be talking to Brian coming up on the election time and stuff. Maybe for one of the shows tomorrow. Yeah. I tell you what, the hell happened with the mayor last night? It was fine. Oh, good. That'll be fun. Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff that happens at these city city companies. He they have some power. They have some power 
in the city council. You have to run. You, you have to sacrifice something. Get a group of y'all and run. You and your group will run the city. You'll be boss hog of your city if you really want to. But, but don't forget. And here's the thing. Don't get your hopes up for 2024 because we still have to try to avoid big media, big tech, big government, another Chinese virus, and malfunctioning voting machines. Time and the odds are not on our side for 2024. Right, no, I'm I, just being serious. No, you're right. It's no, the bottom of the We hour. have to survive nuclear war with China, more viruses from China. It's China, 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 and then voting machines. Good luck. I just, I just, I just got one more question before I let you go. Where's my turkey pot pie? <laughs>